Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hang. You're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Happy Zoom. Good morning, Laura. You're crazy. Are you there? I am. You sound you know, How is Zumba? I know. What's going on? Maybe I need to open this door. Is that crazy? Maybe that will give more signal. Did that work? <laughs> it was Jeff Foxworthy. You told him to leave his head a little to the left, and magically it worked. So I don't know. You're great at this stuff. You know what? Here, look, and I'm even going to go outside. I'm going to get full tower signal by heading outside. Look at that. This is hardcore right here. Don't mind the bird sounds in the back there. That's just how we roll. That's better, isn't it? Oh, do you have a good You know what? My weekend was good. I think that's what you said. Did you say I had, did I have a good weekend? All week, but I'm glad you had a good weekend. It was, it's been awesome. It has been awesome. I don't know why I can't hear you. It's kind of crackly sounding. Is it my phone? Yeah, it, no, it's me too. I, I, she, Laura, you're going in and out, hon. Oh, Laura. Are, are you on the home phone? <laughs> Pray the devil. Yeah, it's, it's super crackly. You want to try calling back in? Can you hear Can you hear me okay? I hear you okay. Yeah, and I hear you okay. It's okay, Tina, yeah. right? Yes, this is Tina. Hi. Hi, Tina. It's so good to meet you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, same Laura, here. I don't know. Can you, Laura, can you call in on another phone? Now I can't hear her at all. Can you hear her at all? No, I cannot. Oh. Maybe she'll disconnect. You know, the thing is, if she disconnects, it might disconnect the, the call. But you know what? We're, we love to do things over. It's kind of a gift that we have when things go crazy. Oh, good. You know what? I, all I have to say is this must be a really awesome show because it is only the awesome shows that we have crackly situations. On the shows where we're talking about, like, crockpots and, you know, those kind of things, those are clear as a bell. <laughs> That's I think Laura's texting me here. Let's be here. Well, we're going to get this down. Help. She just texted me and said, keep going without me. <laughs> no. No. I just right. can't. I keep like I don't know why I keep being quiet. Just maybe to like fix oh, itself or something. She can. You know she what? can hear us, but we cannot hear her. Oh, you know what? How like, maybe if she has a comment, she can text in, and then we can you know <laughs> repeat the comment. Oh, my friend Laura, I just love her. You know what? Okay, then I'll start the show by praying, and then maybe okay. somehow some kind of magical thing will happen, and magical thing, and God will just come in and fix the situation. Because we all know Laura is the brains of the situation. I'm just the brawn. I'm just the muscle here. <laughs> all right. Well, Father, we just come to you right now. We just thank you for this day. I just thank you for Tina, Lord, that you just are blessing her with a wonderful ministry. And you're blessing us with just being able to just be witnesses as she goes out. And I'm just so uh, I'm just so excited to be in her presence. And I'm just so happy, Father, that she is here and talking to us today. I pray that you would bless everyone that's listening, Lord. 
that we just open their ears and open their hearts, and I pray for peace. And, you know, as a special as a special request, Father, I pray that you would just allow Laura to speak in somehow. Just get in on there with the radio wave, Father, and just help her to, to get in because she is just my light and my specialness, and I just love her so much. And so just make a way, Father. And I just thank you that she's always always supporting, and it's a silent support, which I'm not used to with her. I'm used to hearing her. So I just pray that you would bless her today, bless Tina, throw a little blessing in there for me. That would be awesome. And for all of our listeners, and just thank you for this time. Thank you that we are breathing this morning and that we are just witnessing that you are just an awesome God. We love you, Jesus. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, my friend. Well, listen, I am really excited to have you on the show. We've been talking about this for weeks. We've been hamming it up oh. because it's really awesome, the ministry that God is, is doing through you. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Tina. Hi, everyone. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I am so thankful for this opportunity. And, uh, Laura, I just have to say, I uh, Laura is the most awesome person that I, I know. She has uh, touched my heart. I love her. I love her family. Um, and it's just a true blessing to have such a wonderful friendship with such a God-loving woman. So, um, Laura, Amen. we can't hear you, but you know what, Sadie? Uh, we love you, and um, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. Oh, my friend, Laura. <laughs> uh, we're just um, so grateful that we could do this. Oh, wait, I can hear you. Are you there? I just saw on my cell phone. I have one bar signal. That's all anybody needs. God is our one bar. That's all we need. Yes! So the house phone is still connected, but it's about two feet away from me, and I'm on my cell phone. I'm double calling in today. Oh, you are in it like Splinit. I love it. Oh, see, how good is God? How awesome is he that you attribute us to things that we just pray for, that God's like, you know what, I hear you, you precious little rascals. You know, I'm here for you. <laughs> oh, yay. So, Tina, I love you too. And I am constantly blessed that I just get to see you. I get to see you two or three times a week. And every time I see you and see you smile, see you post on Facebook, um, and see your nub, which you sometimes decorate with different little, you know, things of the winter. I just am overwhelmed by the story that God is writing through you and so very humbled that you would be willing to come share that with us. It is awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, we we have a wonderful God, and, um, you know, uh, he has um, – it's a strange thing to say, but um, – and people look at me really weird when I say, I am so glad I lost my hand. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. And they're like, uh, okay. And I said, well, let me tell you why it's so awesome. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, no, truthfully, um, I, I, I laugh, I giggle, I thank God now, but that wasn't always the case, you know. My accident happened on December 13, um, 2014, um, and just to give you a little background, I was a female furnace operator. So talk about actually working around fire, I really, really did. And um, it kind of made me a little cocky because I was the only female in the industry that did this. So you want to talk about, we all have pride issues to begin with at times. 
um, mine was really bad because I was like, ha, I'm the only woman that does this, and ha, in your face. Well, you know what? Uh, God, God brought a lot of things to my attention. Um, the the how our area works is we are lone workers. Um, I was working the afternoon shift, which runs from 2 p.m. until 10 p.m. At 4 p.m. is when the accident happened, and I was completely by myself. Um, I was in an area that I was secluded. It was very loud because there is hot glass coming off the furnace going into these big vessels that we cook it and make it liquid form. Um, because I don't have a lot of time, I can I, I will just briefly say what happened. Um, and you know, I'm going to stop you right there because I, I have a question. I always have questions. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. That's so, cool. You know, being the only female fur- furnace worker, it you know, when you're working around furnaces and stuff, what – what is I mean, are y'all welding stuff? Is it is it for, you know, metal? I don't no, know what it matters. Um, what what happens is um our, how our how our area worked was you would take sand and soda ash, it would go along this conveyor and would drop down into a furnace that was around two thousand degrees and it would melt it. Out of oh. and then it would push it out it like a kind of a taffy an orange a bright orange taffy looking substance. And it would fall onto these slats that would carry the hot glass off a conveyor and drop it into solid form. It was it looked like a, a window. So it would make these forms that looked like a square window. It would drop it down into these giant vessels that is just like a pressure cooker. And um, we would shut this vessel and um, cook the hard glass into liquid form. The purpose of this is it makes silica, which is used for water purification. Wow, you are um, hardcore. That is that is <laughs> hardcore stuff. I mean, you know, I I I can't be trusted around the crock pot. Seriously, I mean, that is <laughs> hardcore stuff. I mean, I'm sorry, I was just I'm just blown away by that. I think that is just awesome in itself. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue with the story. Oh, I think and that by is- the way, okay. Tina, you do have a few extra minutes. I made a 30 minutes for this morning instead of 15. Good. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Uh-huh. So much fun. Um, so, much fun. Uh, so uh, anyways, this particular night, um, these vessels have these chutes that raise up and down, um, and cables are connected to the chute. Now, these chutes weigh between 600 and 700 pounds. These wow. cables that use the, they, they have been known to break in the past, and 99% of the time they break when you're not anywhere near them. Well, the night that mine decided to break was when I was right under it. Um, oh, my. What happened was the cable broke at the time I was cleaning off. Um, you, we have these rubber gaskets that are in the, what we call dissolvers, and the purpose is, you pull the lid around, it has four giant bolts on top of these lids because these pressure cookers, they get up to uh, 300 pounds of pressure inside them when they're when they're in use. Um, and so you need these giant bolts to um, hold the lid down. So you have to clean the gasket off um, in order for it to seal properly. I was in the process, I was in the process of cleaning off this gasket with my wooden brush that we all used. Um, When the cable snapped, I screamed out, no, because I knew what was going to happen. And um, my right hand was then wedged in between the inside of this vessel and um, 
the chute that came down. Um, my wrist was caught in between the top of the vessel and the chute. There was just enough room for my hand to fit in there. Um, and I was wedged in. Now, remember, I'm here by myself. I have loud, loud machines around me. There's, and the other five workers that were on site work in another building. So I'm in this building completely by myself. The other five guys that are working in the other building are across. They're in another building. Um, the radio that we use, um, my battery went dead. Um, the reason my battery went dead is I actually came into work early that day. Um, so, and the other quirky thing that happened that never happens is the other building had a power outage. So even if my radio was working, they would not have heard me. Um, during this time, I didn't know any of this was going on. Um, I was trapped for an hour and a half. I freed myself. Um, during this time, you go through very, um, first I sang, Jesus loves me to calm myself down, and then I said, okay, i got to get to work. I'm here by myself. This is 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The next guy isn't going to get here until 10, 15. Oh, immediately, I felt, I immediately I felt the burning sensation, but then it got to a point where my hand just went numb. I couldn't tell you at what point that was. Well, remember now, I told you there's, yes? Oh, when you're, where your hand was caught, like how hot was that? We're talking hundreds of degrees, right? Um, the temperature that was rising up to my hand was around 600 degrees. Now, <laughs> mind you, I did have, I, I, we had to, you know, wear proper PPE, which is, you know, protective gear. So I had on the leather gloves that we're supposed to wear. I had on my hard hat. I had on all the stuff that I was supposed to wear, but the heat rose and, um, it, the, the, the glove wasn't any protection against the heat. So, um, anyways, there, 600 there is a, degrees, 600 yeah. degrees. I can't, I mean, and I'm rewinding to the very beginning when you were saying how awesome God is yeah. <laughs> and now in the 600 degrees. I'm sorry. I'm floored right now. I am. I've okay. goosebumps and I'm floored. And okay. Jessica, we, we love to talk about childlike faith, right? So what I love too is that she didn't pick some theologically powerful song to sing like literally it was just Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so like that anybody can do that I think people say can't go through trials because they don't have this pontificated faith to get through it and yet here she was for an hour and a half just singing a child's song of faith while her hand was cooking and that's why I look at you, Tina, and say, oh, my gosh, how, how did I get lucky to be her friend? I'll let you finish your story, but I just wanted to point out, people who are in the midst of literally a fire, whether that be an emotional or physical, it takes just a simple act of trusting God and possibly even a self-learned child just to put your focus on God and that he will get you free. And I know the story is getting even cooler, so I'm going to let you keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so um, anyways, uh, so imagine I am standing in front of this vessel. My right hand is stuck. 
my left hand is free. It's December, it's wintertime, and I have 10,000 heavy coats on because immediately, I, I remember immediately after I was doing what I was doing, I had to go outside because we work inside and outside. Um, so immediately I'm, like, pulling my clothes off, my coats and everything, uh, because, you know, I'm already sweating. I'm back there, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes then. So I pulled it. My first thought was, okay, try to protect your hands. So all these heavy, you know, hoodie jacket stuff I had on, I pulled off. I pushed up shoe around my hand because there was just enough gap in between the shoe and the dissolver wall to where I could shove it down and try to protect my hand the best I could. Plus, I had the idea. I said, okay, I'm going into MacGyver mode. You guys don't know who MacGyver <laughs> is, you know. <laughs> I'm looking around. I see WD-40. I'm like, oh, I can spray that slide my hand out. Then I thought, uh-oh, chemical reaction. I might blow up. No, I can't do that. So I threw that to the side. Then I'm looking around, and I see this wrench. But it's hanging on a post that we left it on. I literally had to reach my right foot, kick it off, the wall, slide it over with my right foot, then slide it over with my left foot, step on the end of it so that it would pop up and I would grab it with my left hand. And I thought, okay, I've got wow. that. There's just enough room. I can fit this wrench in between the cracks and I can wedge it with my left arm and pull my right hand out, which is what I attempted to do for what seemed forever. I finally got extremely exhausted. I took my hard head. I threw it across the room. I'm screaming, hoping somebody would hear me. I took my, you know, at this point, I'm honestly in panic mode because I know this isn't good. I feel the burn, but on the same token, um, at that point, it, it felt like a really, really bad sunburn. That's the best way for me to describe it to you. Um, but from my wrist up, I had no feeling. Uh, so... Um, standing there, and I'm exhausted, and I, during this time, I'm trying to bargain with God. I'm like, if you set me free, I will be the best kid ever, and I will be nice to everyone. I will love everyone more than I already do. I will be a better mother. I will be a better wife. And you know what? All that stuff isn't really what he wanted to hear. And uh, remember when I said all that about being a prideful person? I was standing there, and I'm like, oh, I'm alone here, but I'm not alone because God was with me. Mm. I get it. I need you. I, I, all of this stuff I've been doing, I, I've been doing because you, you have worked through me to, you've given me the brains to learn how to do this job. You've given me the strength to do this job. I, know, I wasn't doing this job on my own. And I'm like, Father, I am so sorry. I can't do this without you. I have been fighting and struggling for what seems forever now. I am completely exhausted. I'm just going to stay here until I get help I got because I can't do this by myself. I have been fighting for what seems forever. Then I had this inner strength in me that said, all right, pull one last time. So with all of my might, I pulled for one last time and my hand just slipped right out. But what I saw was the most terrifying thing in the world. My hand um, up past uh, in between my elbow and my fingers was charcoal black. (sighs) The bones on the knuckles were showing through. My hand was bleeding, of course. 
and uh, immediately I wrapped it up with my hope, and I ran for help, and um, I found out after I got to the hospital, my husband arrived, the um, lady named Lori from the HR department arrived, and they had told me I was back there for an hour and a half. At this point, I was on, you know, they were giving me pain medication and stuff, but I knew I was telling everyone immediately, my hand is gone. And everyone, of course, was reassuring me, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Well, I, I was transported from St. Joe's in Joliet because I work in Joliet, I worked in Joliet, Illinois, and um, I was transported to the burn unit at Loyola University in Maywood, and uh, for two days they tried to save my hand. Friday morning um, of that week of the accident, it was determined that they could not because the internal damage, um, I had melted everything in my hand. My bones were crushed. My hand was essentially melted, which is honestly why when my hand slid out, it literally slid out of the glove. The glove was left in the area that I was stuck in. And I found out later that wrapped around my fingers, I was holding on to the end of the brush. And I never even knew it. I felt nothing except the burn. Um, And it was later that coworkers had told me what they walked into. They walked into seeing that wrench stuck in the dissolver. They saw my glove there. And when they finally were able to open it up, wrapped very tightly around the wooden brush was the fingers of the glove. So I say to you, I am thankful because you know what? I am able to use this and help whoever needs it. God is working through me to show what a glorious thing. He He can take the worst time of your life, whatever it is, and make it the most glorious thing for him because he knows there are people out there that need to be reached, that need to get to know him, that need to know the marvelous, wonderful things he can do for you. And sometimes he has to use his little sheep, because I listened to your show last week, we are all shepherds, he has to use his sheep in order for us to visualize what he can do, because we have to actually see it to believe it, unfortunately. We don't have this blind faith like we should have for him. So he knows we're human. We have sinful hearts. And uh, he knows that sometimes they have to see it to believe it. Will you come see me? I have no hand. I have a scar at the end of my little stubby that I think looks like a little smiley face. And, (laughs) And you know what? I am thankful because he has changed my heart. I am no longer prideful. I know I completely need the Lord every single minute of the day. And I have been blessed with a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to speak for my Heavenly Father and say what a glorious thing he has done for me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful for you. I am so grateful for you. And this um, trial by fire, which is, you know, we these fires that we face in our life, yours is literal. And the message there, you know, is, is biblical. I mean, it is biblical that in the middle of it, you know, you submitted. You know, the first thing that you did, you know, is, is the submission of I can't do it alone. You know, I can't do this by myself, you know. And the mm-hmm. second thing that speaks to my heart is that you didn't give up. You know, God's spirit was there. 
that that very last pull that you did, I can't say that I would do the same thing. You know, I'm hearing these these moments, you know, and these these things that you're going through in the middle of this fire, 600 degrees, and imagining my hand melting, you know, um, mentally, you know, I can't say that I wouldn't just sit there and give up. And you say that, you know, mm-hmm. it's 5 o'clock, the next person wasn't going to be there till 10. If you had given up and just stopped, but, you know, the submission of, to God saying, you know what, I can't do this by myself, speaks to my heart so much that I can't even describe. And that last moment when you said, you know what, let me just do this one more time. And I imagine when you pulled, it wasn't you pulling. You know, that God said, I hear you. You know, I am here with you. And that last pull out, I mean, it's almost like I just, I'm just so floored by you, you know. I'm so floored that you are this missionary. You know, Laura and I talk about being missionaries or, and being, you know, shepherds. And you are this hardcore shepherd, Tina, that you will go out with your with your uh, mission and just say, you know what, this is, this is me and this is what I went through in the most, in the hardest situation that I think that I could never even begin to imagine. And so I just think that you're awesome. I can't say enough about how awesome you are. And for all the people that are listening, I think that it's cool. But for me personally, I'm going to be so selfish that every day I'm going to remember that, that if I go through a fiery trial, that all right, you know what, let me, let me listen to my shepherd Tina here. Let me, let me remember what she said. Let me submit to say that I can't do this alone. And then when God calls us to go one more time, that I am with you to pull, that you pulled and he was there with you. And, you know, not even to, like, slough off all the stuff after, because burn victims afterward, that is some painful stuff afterward when they were trying to save your hands. And you know, and the end of it, look how thankful you are. Man, talk about a, a smack to my face like Jessica. You know, look at this thankfulness. Look at this gratefulness. Man, you're hardcore. If I thought you were hardcore before, you are hardcore, Tina. And I just, I love you. I hope it's not too soon to say that, but I love you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I love you all, too. Um, and, and I'm just so thankful that I get to have the opportunity on your show to just reach out to whoever's listening and, and just implore them, you are not alone. Our Father is with every single one of us every single second of the day. All we have to do is cry out to him. And you know what? The truth is, when, I, when my hand split out, it was, it was just like nothing. It, and I know he released me. At that moment, I submitted to him, and he released me, and the, and the flood of love from him just, just ran through me. And um, he, he has completely changed my heart. Because I'm going to tell you, when I was 13 years old, I was baptized. But I lived many, many years in darkness. And so I question in the last year, was I, was I really saved? So you know what? Because I questioned it, I chose to get baptized again at my church just a few weeks ago. And I am determined to show the world, not only have I been baptized and I'm saved by what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us, but I am anxious and ready to help whoever needs it. I I just pray every day, God, use me as you need me. Continue to break my heart, and thank you. Thank you for this trial, and thank you for giving me the strength to this day to, to move forward, because we're all running the same race. We're all, our goal is all the same, to have eternity up in heaven with our Father, and and we just have to help one another finish the race. That's the whole point. Uh, I just keep thinking about Daniel in the lion's den. 
Daniel in the lion's den the whole time, Daniel in the lion's den. And when I say that you have this biblical strength now that God, you know, when Daniel was in the lion's den and, you know, he just came out, I just feel that same sense of an awe of how awesome, you know, that that God is, that he, you know, doesn't just challenge us, but he gives us this strength to get through these challenges. And in heaven, like, I can't wait to go hug Mary. You're awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> just having Jesus, Noah Bedura, you know, in a straw bale, meeting Daniel in the lion's den, and then Tina, the same thing, getting to hug you, knowing that God said, you know what, that one, that one I made run the marathon, that one I had finished the race, and then that one handed the baton to many others who didn't feel like they could. Because when I feel like, you know what, as a mom, sometimes a failure, or sometimes, man, I can't do this or finish this, you know, it's those those biblical moments that you think, well, Daniel and the lion's den and stuff, but in my own time, I can say no, Tina and the fire, you know, Tina, and how he went and just was with her in the fire, that he is with me also. So when you tell me, Jessica, you know what, God's with you, it's not from a place of, you know, hey, I'm talking about my sewing club here, it's this is what I've been through, this is the fire and the trial that he put me through, and he is still with me, it's, there is no, it's just awesome. You blow me away, my friend. You blow me away. I've been thinking about, um, there's a verse in Zechariah, Zechariah 13:9, and it says, I will bring that group through the fire and make them pure. I will refine them like silver and purify them like gold. They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, these are my people, and they will say, the Lord is our God. And we all want to be purified. We all want to be used by God. And actually for the show description, I said we want to be purified, but what does that mean? We want to be holy, but what will that take? We ask God to use us, but how will that come to be? The path isn't always easy, but our God is always faithful. He is the potter. We are the clay. You know, the only way to purify silver is to heat it up so intensely that everything that is impure is burned away. And only what is 100% silver remains. And I just, Tina, what you seem to be saying is that you are more complete now, minus your dominant hand, that you are more complete through God than you have ever been. Awesome. That such, is, yeah. It's such, isn't it crazy? The Bible says that the, the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, and then foolishness with this world is God's wisdom. So the world would say, you don't, but God took your hand. And you're like, no, no, that's worldly wisdom. Spiritual wisdom says God has made me more complete than ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and you made a good point. Yeah, so it was my dominant hand. Try being 47 years old and try to learn how to write left-handed. It's a few. It's, it, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's hilarious. I look like I'm a, I, I'm, my handwriting now looks like a kindergartner's, and I can only print. I can't even curse this because you're right-handed, left-handed, everything is backwards, and it's just, you know, it's a new left-handed world for me, I'll tell you. I have new respect I, for left-handed people. <laughs> I'm going to brag on you for just another second, though. You know, we have at our church, we seem to not be able to get people to sign up to claim the church. I know people are busy, and they have stuff going on, you know, myself included. I just, you know. It happens, but I will you, I'll never forget when I looked up at the cleaning sheet, and here was what looks like a child's handwriting, and it says Tina Brockett, and she walked around that church by herself and cleaned up with one hand, her left hand, what 
so many able-bodied people both hands and all their children. And I'll tell you what, I showed it to my kids, and I said, don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't do things for God. I said, you guys watch Miss Tina, and you see how much God allows you to do through him. And so they took a piece of paper, and she wrote out the whole alphabet with her left hand. She said, Mommy, I just needed to know what it felt like for Miss Tina because if Uh. I knew what she felt, I would pray for her more. And so we actually, I think, you know, we gave it to you or I sent you a picture. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I still have it. (laughs) You are inspiring generations. Um, my, My boys were baptized the same day as you. That is precious to me. I cannot thank God enough for you, and I pray that he takes your story and crackly introduction, so be it, he, that God would take something, a show that wasn't perfect, a show that wasn't, you know, ideal. And like Jessica said, it's like the best show with the most important you know, But you know what? We've never had a cancel, and God has always seen the show through. And I know that it's because people need to hear it. So I'm just so thankful for you. I am too. And you know what? Normally, seriously, I don't even know why, but she normally cuts us off. Normally she's like, no, yeah, you're done in 30 minutes. Beep, beep. And she's told this little British, our little British producer. She's, how about you, us? How about we pray for her? But you know what? I just want to take one more second just to, just to Father, bless Tina's ministry. Bless her as she goes out. And just give her that same strength and wisdom and love and joy as she goes. And just protect it in Jesus' name. Amen. You've got a ministry, my friend. And I'm just going to keep praying for where God would have you go um, with that. And I just thank you so much for coming on our show and sharing that. You are just awesome. God is good. Thank you. Thank you for this yeah. opportunity. And uh, um, I, I I love you both. And um, you guys are doing a wonderful thing with us. And, and I just pray that it just keeps going forever and it touches hearts. And uh, thank you. Thank you for this time. You're awesome. Thank you. All right, Laura. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, a little teaser, Tina feels prompted by God to put out a book. So for sure, we are going to let you guys know when that is available. Might be a while, but you know how we roll. The chicks are on like a 10-year plan, right? Like 10-year plan. 20-year plan. We have 20. You know, we are going to retire doing still those things that we dreamed of doing in youth. It's just all in God's hands, and it's all in his timing. Uh, If you think that God's timing for us is to do a retreat for you guys, www.christiancomedychicks.com. Jessica always posts the show to our Twitter, at CC Chicks, and you can find us, of course, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Chicks. And we have posted the show this morning so that you can get in touch with Tina. And if her story has your heart, please write in. As I know, so many of you, you guys just don't write in, and then you'll say, I always love the shows. I should have written in. Yes, please. Let us be able to pass along to her that you enjoyed the show. And I'm just thankful to know both of you lovely ladies and excited mm. for what God has for today for all of us. Amen. All righty. Well, my friends, until next week. Sounds good. Later, Tina. Have a later. great day. Oh. Well, on that. <laughs> there ain't nobody here but us chickens. Nobody here at all So quiet yourself Stop all that fuss There ain't nobody here but us They kindly point that gun the other way 
Ram, Ram, Ram. 